are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Camel 106 with a track from the new Crimes of Passion album by Pat Benatar. Hit me with your best shot. And Pat Benatar is with us today, along with Neil Giraldo, lead guitarist and keyboard player, too. Welcome to you. Hi. You, you made it. Probably going to have to sit up a little bit towards the mic because we had trouble picking you up there. There's a song that you know by heart, right? You were, yeah, we know this one. You were originally scheduled to, to come by yesterday, but I guess you were in the studio till like 5.30 in the morning mixing this single for, for that. So... Uh, you get, you get it all together finally? Yeah. It's all done, boy. Done. It sounds great. <laughs> that sounds pretty good on the album, you know, without the remix. Yeah, it sounds good. But uh, anyway, you put on a hot show last night at the Old Waldorf, and uh, you will be there again tonight and tomorrow night, and then yeah. down in San Jose. Yeah. Right, last time, we met very briefly uh, when you were touring the first time around after the first album. In fact, it was at the Old Waldorf. And at that time, it was kind of new to you, this, this uh, extensive touring. Uh, you were back in the East Coast playing... Clubs back there, and it was kind of a. Is it getting easier? Uh? No. <laughs> I mean, in some respects, yeah, but um, it just the tour gets shorter because you don't have to, you know, mm. stay out as long. But um, it probably gets harder, I think, as it goes along. Yeah, more pressure yeah. on you. Sure, you got so much more work to do mm -hmm. all the time, you know. The, uh, you were playing. Well, you're from Long Island, is that it? Yeah. Uh huh. And you played back there for a while, uh, in local bars and. Uh, no, actually, I never played. I oh, never, you didn't? No, I first played in Manhattan, and I didn't play on Long Island until the record was, like, way up there. Oh, was, really? Yeah, so the first time I ever played was sometime after the record had broken. Yeah. So the last time around when you said it was your first time out, for sure it was. Huh? It was. <laughs> yeah. You've had formal vocal training? Yeah, a long time ago, though. I was, like, you know, 19 years old. So, uh -huh. so ages that, ago. That doesn't count, huh? No. Because <laughs> I, I know we've heard that uh, you had some training in opera. Yeah. yeah. As a kid, though, it was such a long time ago. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of it stayed, but, you know. You're a bit, bit limited, though, uh, as far as where you can, you know, I suppose there are jobs open for opera singers. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> not, not quite as many. It's hard to think of going to cocktail parties your whole life, though. I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> weird. So, Neil, you'd, you'd been with the group from, uh, from the outset, correct? Yeah, from the start of this thing. Uh -huh. um, I guess it's no secret that you two are sharing a home together down in Los Angeles, and you work together, too. Right. Uh, does that ever present any kind of a problem at all? Do you ever um, get kind of sick of seeing each other? Or, uh, come just, on, you can tell us. It's not that stuff. It's just between it's you and me. Just between, <laughs> just yeah, between and, us, yeah. Oh, those other people. <laughs> okay. No, that's, uh, no, that's, that's okay. Yeah, no, it's not bad. Just, a, just the privacy. It's hard because we're all yeah. together. We, we can't... Uh, we like to take off like and just escape and so sometimes we can't because we're on tour. That's yeah. the problem. Mm -hmm. yeah, we when we can, take we off, just get out of, you know, we hide. It's, go to Brazil and stuff. You don't yeah. ever see us at clubs and stuff anymore. We're always hiding. So. Well, uh, you won't be hiding until November this time, though. Yeah. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be touring until November. The critics are certainly hurling superlatives your way. And uh, is, is that, well, I guess it would put some more pressure on, but also wouldn't it give you a little more confidence uh, up there? Like, I don't know, because with the reviews and stuff, you just kind of, Good ones, you know, are great, and bad ones don't hurt or help you either way. So it, I, we just basically try not to pay, you know, mm -hmm. you pay much attention to it. Either way, you know that it's not really going to make that much of a difference, even though it makes your ego feel good, you know. Well, the crowd sure sure loved you last night. I imagine that was yeah. a, a boost to your ego, standing ovation and, and the whole shot. Yeah, they were um, When you first, because you are a fairly new artist, when you first heard a, a record of yours on the radio, 
Um, what did you feel? Did, did it anything? It's, it's the, I mean, it's like the whole worthwhile thing to me. Mm -hmm. That and playing, you know, are the two. It's, we did it this time. And we were riding up from uh, San Diego, and we heard Little Paradise or uh, one yeah, of them yeah. for oh, the first time. And that was it's still the first time you hear it and stuff. Yeah. It's great. You, know? yeah. you um, have become... Could we say a sex symbol? Uh, I guess we can. Well, I mean, you know, I, you have been. You know, you you look on us that way. I mean, uh, it goes with the territory, I guess. Yes. So it doesn't necessarily bother you, or does it flatter you? No, it's just something that you just. Uh, I don't know. I just try to forget it because it really it's it's silly. I mean, when it's happening to you, it's silly. You know, I mean, it's yeah. it's nice and everything, but um, and you have nothing to do with it. I mean, no. <laughs> the girl, the girl can't, can't help, help it. it the girl know. can't help it. Um, you, you dedicated your, well, not dedicated, I'm sorry. You, you had a lot of thanks on your first album to, to a bunch of people, one of them being Bruce Morrow. In fact, we were just talking about Bruce Morrow earlier today. Um, I grew up listening to him on WABC in New York. What, what connection did you have with he, um, I, well, I also you know, grew up listening to him, and uh, he was pretty much responsible for the first uh, date I ever did in New York. Mm -hmm. He came in, he was doing some kind of music show on the news twice a week or something like that and uh, he came in and and saw us and he uh he just did a little spot on us and then after that i could say that that was like the turning point when everything started to happen chrysalis came down and mm -hmm. all this thing so he and rick together had you know worked to kind of initiate the first things that happened so and the rest is slowly becoming history quickly yeah. becoming <laughs> history for that matter you uh, had a track uh, the old rascal song by the way you probably grew up in New York sure. in the early mid-60s uh, hearing the Rascals and they played at my high school when I was a really, kid really <laughs> really yeah. I loved it when Eddie used to wear the little knickers and uh, uh -huh. still one of my favorite groups <laughs> <laughs> that uh, uh, that song appeared on the Roadie soundtrack album how'd that come about uh, that we were doing uh, this record Crimes of Passion and uh, Shep Gordon who I guess produced I don't know what he did but anyway he called up and just you know asked us if we wanted to put a cut on the album Mm -hmm. So we just, you know, had to find one that we weren't going to use because we didn't know we were going to use it at the time. And, and that's how it just basically came up. And now it's the current single. Yeah. And doing well. Uh, do you want to stay in rock and roll for a while? I guess. I mean, yeah. I love to sing it, you know. Yeah. Um, I like to take a vacation. <laughs> it's a lot of things that have happened in such a short time. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, what else are you going to do? You can't like... Play baseball. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah you know. So you two are, are doing a lot of the writing. Uh, now do you, you continue well, to do? Well, he does most of it. I just help, you know. So. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she provides the inspiration, huh, Neil? That's right. That's right. If, uh, uh, <laughs> have you toured out of the U.S. yet? Uh, yeah, we went to Europe yeah? last year. How was that? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's so no? different. Neil shaking oh, no, his head. It's tremendous. It's just real different over there. Uh, I don't think you ever realize how much of an American you are to leave the country. That's right. We're an American band, you understand? Like, I'm from America. I think being American, you know, I really do. I want everybody to know that being American is a wonderful yeah, thing. I don't think you know if you've never world. been there. It's like, I guess it's kind of fine to visit, but when you're working it's weird you mm -hmm. know? i mean it was fun and a lot of it was great but a lot of it wasn't yeah <laughs> so well you certainly will be probably doing it again though i mean yeah. it, uh, as you said before it comes with the territory right, right? <laughs> uh what, what's on the horizon what's coming up what uh, are we doing what are we doing you mixed uh, camp uh, hit me with your best shot the other yeah, day we know yeah, that yeah, <laughs> that's that, the project that now but thing. uh we're gonna do a, a radio broadcast today. tonight yeah. tonight 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're doing a syndicated thing. Uh, okay. oh, very good. Yeah. Doing a radio broadcast right now, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> just amazing. Huh? Yeah. That's about it. And we're just doing this tour. And, uh, yeah. yeah. We, then we start the else. next record sometime. Yeah. After. I think we're going to go fishing in Dallas, Texas. This is a new thing. Uh, yeah, we'll go fishing for Going a fishing. Yeah, yeah, that'll rock be a... bass and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rock bass. Well, no, that's yeah. I know. It's good fish. <laughs> Finish up the tour and then uh, take a vacation and then uh, work on another uh, another yeah. album, huh? You think you want to continue playing? Uh, you'd like to start playing larger places? Do you think eventually, or do you? Of course, a lot of groups you, know, they, you lose the they lose the intimacy yeah, for sure. It depends. I mean, it's like a certain size. It's like good after a certain size. I don't know if it's such a good thing. Mm -hmm. The little arenas are nice. Yeah, I like yeah. that size. We've played nice. some big ones that I don't know if it's kind of weird. You know, everything kind of gets lost. Yeah. I mean, it's very exciting to have yeah. twenty-two thousand yeah. people yeah. in a place at one time, but. Um, I don't know if I like it that much. Certainly lose eye contact. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're really yeah. performing blind. Yeah. You know. So. Well, you sold out the next two nights too at the Waldorf, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's great. Three <laughs> nights completely it's sold great. out. Then you head down to San Jose, yeah. and uh, so well, I hope you people out there have your tickets already because uh, <laughs> right. it might be a little bit difficult getting in. But uh, next time around, and I'm certainly sure there will be a next time around. Sure. All right, gonna play, gonna play. You better run. I gotta play it, right? Sure. All right. Yeah, I mean, this is a great song. Go ahead. Pat <laughs> Neil Giraldo. Thank you very, very much for coming You're by. You're Good afternoon, good evening, or good night. This is the Freeform Rock Podcast. What's up, Lee? Uh, you woke me up. Nah, good, hey, how are you? Good doing? morning. I'm good doing morning. all right. Oh, all right. <laughs> Wait, let's like see. that Beatles song. Good morning. Good morning. And then they, and then the guy says no and punches him in the face. Now I was doing the good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You know that from that musical. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that would make me add a part where the guy in his pajamas gets a fist and, and he and he charges down the street as I'm going to give that guy a fucking good morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> my jokes are run my, my my jokes are running flat now. Flat. You flatline. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. You 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 can you can be the joker today. I'm not a smoker, but I can be a joker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see. Anything going on weird in rock this week? No, there wasn't. So, no weird stories to tell. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey. Thank goodness. It's like um I'm I'm tired of of hearing about all these groups that are like doing musical chairs of um like like members and then they go off and do offshoot groups and then they sue each other for rights of songs and then they come back and then they use another name and they blah, 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 blah. yeah hey but you know what I could tell you what I'm tired of alright I'm tired of freaking looking for groups on Facebook and all I see is fucking kiss groups you know I like kiss but fuck guys how many kiss groups do you need on Facebook can't you just go to the best one, Kiss Kiss, Heavy Metal, and Hard Rock page? You don't need no other fucking Kiss page unless Dr. Fuck's Almost Human page. But fuck, we need fucking Kiss San, San Bernardino, Kiss Norwalk, California. We need Kiss Span, Kiss Army, Kiss This, Kiss That. Kiss my ass! I'm tired of fucking looking at Kiss groups. I only need the two I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, 
the reason why they do it is because they can't get along with each other. So it's now <laughs> down to these they these groups of people thought they were the cool ones, and then they thought, no, you actually don't like, like the destroyer. Oh, you have to get away from us and go into the destroyer group. And then they're like, wait, you think flaming youth is the best song you can't come in here here you have to you have to have your flaming youth group and so it almost becomes where each group is a party of one where the one guy just wants to tell his opinion and he doesn't want anyone else arguing with him so he's the only member that's why you got all these groups yeah and <laughs> another thing i forgot uh ken mills group uh podcast for his podcast is good so i only need three kiss groups all the other ones could fucking kiss my All ass right. because I get better information from Dr. Fuck, Bill Wang, and Ken Mills. I don't need all your other kiss shit. And fucking, they, they fucking lather Tommy, Tommy Thayer's fucking vixen's ass on those other groups. I fucking, I like to hear the truth. I want to hear real kiss, man. I hate it when fucking people get called out saying, oh, you're not a real kiss fan because you don't like the newer kiss. I go, fuck, I'm not that huge a kiss fan, <laughs> but I know that fucking, the new kiss fucking sucks. Shit, Paul Stanley can't even uh, sing. Yeah. Even if he could sing, they would suck. But fuck, I'm just tired of these fucking yeah. kiss, kiss, kiss groups. We need more Rush groups or fucking whatever you want. What, Odin Yoke or something? Have an Odin Yoke group or fucking do something different. Stop stop going along with the crowd. Yeah, stop saying, hey, I got this kiss group. You need to come see it. And I get on it. It's a bunch of fucking lathering Tommy Thayer's ass. Fuck. Yeah. Well, it is cool, the group Odin Yoke. I saw them in San Francisco and well I saw them in New York and then I saw them in San Francisco and I even gave them copies of my music and they were really cool and um the drummer was really cool too he was like um if you give me your email I'll I'll play it in my car and then I'll later email you and let you know you know and so and and the <clears throat> they're all cool but but Katie um the um <coughs> keyboard player she's also real cool she's She's got a lot of, like, interesting sounds and and musical styles and stuff. And so, you know, and Shane, the the guitarist, he's also really cool. Well, well, they're all they're 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 all kind of hip. Yeah, but I I think you only you don't need fucking two million Kiss groups on Facebook, guys. Get a life. Just pick a group and get in there and start adding to that. Go to Almost Human. Go to Kiss Bill Wang's Kiss Kiss Heavy Metal and Hard Rock page, or go to Ken Mills Pod kissed and listen to his podcast that's all you need on kiss they tell the truth they don't fuck around and fuck they they know what the real kiss is and they know what they grew up with dude kiss is like my 30th band favorite band it's like i'm they're not even in my top 10 <laughs> but fuck i know i'm not gonna sit there and lather their ass or fucking oh, you don't like tommy there i don't like tommy there Fuck, go back to vixen like bill wang always says but fuck <laughs> I'm just tired of seeing all these KISS groups, and I want to see... I put in Rush, there's probably like three Rush groups, and I'm one of them. My group is one of them. So you could go check that out. Oh, cool. Rush Fans Unite, Heavy Metal and Hard Rock page. Go check it out. Oh, yeah. Plug, plug, plug. Well, yep. and also the Lee Gershman Show page, and uh, Lee Gershman for President. Yeah. And also Lee Gershman's yeah. Underground Rock Music, or whatever it is. What is it called? Yeah, 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 yeah uh, Lee's Garage. Uh, Lee Gersman's Garage of Music and Fetishes. Yeah, go check that out. He even had a one with the girls handshaking, but I think he doesn't even go on that one anymore. Um, um, I, 
somewhere, somewhere I, 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 well, yeah, that's that's the Gershman's Garage. Yeah, Gershman's Garage. Check out those pages. Yeah, and also, I'm going to plug this again. Get on the uh, Facebook page, uh, the Freeform Rock Facebook page. Like, uh, join the group. Uh, give us five-star review on iTunes if you can. You guys can also uh, put your favorite artists up there, comment, like, add stuff to the page. And and Lee is going into the stratosphere right now. Shh. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, what? 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 <laughs> Statica ah, across the USA. Is that, <laughs> is that how it sounds? Yeah, I was like... Am I... <laughs> is that happening? Is that a new band called Static? Is that a new band called Statica? Is that uh but but is it happening now? No, it's good right now. Okay, um I guess I was breathing too heavy on the phone. I I, I probably shouldn't oh, do that. Dude, I need a little breather. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, I'll I'll start again. You ever, <laughs> you ever seen Airplane? Um yeah. Well, the girl um, goes, I need a little breather. I, girl goes, I need a little breather. And you <laughs> see a uh, tattoo from uh, Fantasy Island breathing behind him. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, we're, today we're doing the 1980 album by Pat Benatar, Crimes of Passion. Uh, backstory on her, I've seen her oh, six yeah. times with my mom. And I love her a, a lot. And we've been doing... It's no more Sausage Fest right now. Uh, we're going to try to do more female-influenced bands because I figured out okay. every band we reviewed has been a Sausage Fest. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going I could um, later pick pick uh, an eggs because this is the men are the sausage and women are the eggs. Okay, cool. Well, let's or, get... Or, let's, oh, I guess so. <laughs> well, let's get into the background on this album from the great Wikipedia. This album was released on my mom's birthday, August 5th. I didn't know that. That's awesome. My mom loved that wow. guitar. She's the one who took me to her concerts. Really cool. cool. And um, this is the second studio album by Pat Benatar, released on August 5th, 1980 by Chrysalis Records. The album is the first to feature Mayan Korbach, Kornbacher on drums, beginning a long tenure in Pat, Pat Benatar, Benatar's band that would last into the late 1990s. I love him. He's a great drummer. And uh, the album debuted on the U.S. Top 200 oh, yeah. chart week ending August 23rd and held at number two for five weeks in the U.S. And she also won a Grammy for this album for Best Female Rock Vocalist. Like, we care about the Grammys, oh, wow. but that's pretty cool because the Grammys are kind of uh, suck. Uh, <laughs> giving Jethro Tull best metal uh, award still they just lost their credibility but at least they gave her a Grammy no they they, they no no they get no no they 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 got better credibility that year really Jethro Tull is not a metal band but 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 but, but, but. talk <laughs> about talk about like 1970 people would say yes it is <laughs> But not that album. No, no, that had mind. Farm on the Freeway, man. Cresta but, Benave, but we, I think. But, but we, don't, we don't think about newer albums. All we do is think about the first album was heavy back in 1969, so they're always heavy. What do you do in bringing new groups in our yard? But they were never considered well, a metal band, and they, they aren't considered a metal band now. You know, but I, yeah, but what? But, but they, I, I just, I just think that they bet they, 
they deserved it. I, 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 I'm just being, I'm, I'm bitchy, and 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 and, and I'm glad that the award people were bitchy that year. <laughs> All right. So, um, how did you get into Pat Benatar? Oh, um, I knew "Hit Me with Your Best Shot" and a few of her other songs on the radio, and. She wasn't like my favorite, but everybody knew who she was, and they played it on the radio and everywhere, whether you wanted it or not. So I got my dose of Pat Benatar, like someone spooning um, medicine in your mouth, and you keep your mouth shut, but they keep trying to work the spoon in until finally it, it gets in. But um, I was okay with some of her songs, and this album... I heard it probably the last time I heard it, it was like 1985, you know, and and I I heard the whole album. I I kind of kind of thought it was cool, and um, there's a few songs that I um, really dig, but it was like um, she wasn't someone who I usually was into. I was a little more into stuff like Joan Jett, but but I mean my my brother liked Pat Benatar and everyone else I knew liked her so I at least I was in that group of people who liked her yeah I, I, I like yeah. uh, Joan Jett but Pat Benatar rules yeah. <laughs> Joan Jett, oh. Joan Jett okay. I could only handle little bits of Joan Jett here and there and I like her like her albums but I never really go back and listen to Joan Jett I listen to her once in a while. I do like the album, the I Love Rock and Roll album with Crimson and Clover and stuff like that. But fuck, Pat Benatar is just something I okay. always go back to. Her and I'll, I'll get yeah, into this I later. Always, Let's see. I, I I bought I bought almost all of the Joan Jett albums that I could find, and I don't think I ever bought a Pat Benatar album ever. Well, I have seen Pat Benatar six times to my mom, and she just. Something me and my mom bonded over, you oh. know. I, she she was, come on, anybody have a rocking mom out there who took you to fucking concerts? That's freaking unheard of. <laughs> That's just awesome, you know. Maybe yeah. now because they're my age yeah. and they probably take their kids to concerts, but back then in the early '80s, the parents yeah. didn't really take their kids to concerts. They just let them go with their friends, you know. But my mom went with me, took me to all yeah. the great concerts. Took me to Yes, Aria Speedwagon, Survivor. A freaking lot of concerts, man. My mom, my mom ruled. Bruce Springsteen, she took me to a lot of great things, man. I, I love, I miss my mom. And then let's get into Holy this wow. album, the first track, "Treat Me Right." What do you think of this one? I thought this was, it's sort of like a more adult version of Debbie Gibson. It's kind of like you know Debbie Gibson for sophisticated, sophisticated people. It had kind of a good vibe to it, and it sounded all right, but it, it it had a little bit too much of that '80s smell to it. Like, like you 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 know, um, I I could just almost hear the lip gloss and the aerosol spray coming out of the video when I hear this song. It was a little tiny bit plastic, but for for that type of song, I've heard worse. Oh wow. I love this song. Killer beginning, Rocky Neal is such a great guitar player. Comes up with the most catchy rhythms. And Pat has a grit and smooth voice. What a range she has. This song just kicks major ass. Solo is so good, too. 
I love this song. What a, I, I think it's a great song to start off the album. And I was looking through this, and we'll get into this later. Pat Benatar wrote this with some guy named Doug Lebon, and he's not even in the band. Yeah, he. Yeah, but he was um, the original. Well, he was in a group called Clear, Clear Light, and he was also, even though he wasn't a member of the Doors, he played bass on some of their songs. So um, if you um, um, notice um, on the credits of Stuff by the Doors, um, he he's listed as a session musician, but he wasn't in that group. He was in Clear Light, which had Dallas Taylor, who became the drummer in Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Just a little side information. All right, well, let's get into the next track. You Better Run, which is, I didn't know this. I thought it was her song. It's a Young Rascals cover. Wow, I learned something new every day. What do you think of this one? Yeah. Um, well, I, I will say the Rascals version is pretty good, but this is even better. And and I and, and I dig it. You know, it, um, it has a pretty good heavy kind of um, beat to it and this is one of the few songs of hers that I listen to a lot I so yeah this one was cool yeah I, I put what a one-two punch great song kicks ass band is so good Pat's voice is my second fe favorite female vocalist but depends on the mood her and Ann Wilson trade places depends on what mood I'm in or my favorite or second but they're always one and two but I can say I listen to Pat way more than I do Hart so uh, I think Pat is better on her albums because Hart could get a little boring sometimes, you know. But I think Pat has uh, never the, been yeah, boring. Yeah, yeah, I, I I would say that, um, especially with the first, first couple of Hart albums, it's like you you're listening to the heavy rock, and then after a while, it kind of turns into Joan Baez, and then it kind of turns into Sleep Baby Sleep. <laughs> Yeah, but I love Hart, but Pat Benatar you know. is always my go-to. I listen to her way more than Hart. So. But vo vocalist-wise, I give Ann Wilson oh, yeah. the edge, but then depends on the mood, I'm more into Pat Benatar. It's just weird. I love these first yeah. two songs, and then we'll get into the third song, which you picked as one of your favorite songs off this record. So here's Pat Benatar from Crimes of Passion on the Freeform Rock Podcast, Never Gonna Leave You.
Okay, Lee, why did you pick that track? It's it, it's kind of a ballad, but it's a nice song. You know, I like the melody. It's it's like like a pretty good hit type of tune, even if it wasn't a hit. I'm I'm not sure, but yeah, it it has it, it just has kind of that. If I were in a car and then a bunch of people were you know in the car with me and we were driving down the highway and that song came on, we we'd probably all sing to it. It has that kind of cool vibe to it. Yeah, I put, dang, can this get any better? Man, this record is on fire with this song. Not a bad track yet. Neil is so good at songwriting. Yeah, he wrote this song with her and Pat. Neil is so good at songwriting. And with her, with her and the band is so tight. I love the soft tone Pat uses. This song shows the range this lady has. The reggae feel that the bands were doing at this time, heard here, but too but it works and i love the spacey guitar that neil does at the end of the song really cool right on and then we get into the big hit off this song that wasn't even written by benatar and gerardo and also pat really hates singing this song because she even knows it's overplayed on classic rock radio she really hates it but she sings it for the fans what a nice lady she is I could go without yeah. hearing this song live because she has so many other songs, but I never skipped this song because it's still good to me. I still like it. It was written by Eddie Schwartz. Who the hell is that guy? I have no idea. Do you know? Uh, I, um, I, I didn't know it was written by Eddie Schwartz. I thought it was written by Billy Steinberg. But, no. but, but I guess you're right. Um, I have no idea. Eddie but, Schwartz. Um, so whoever Canadian. wrote it, um, he's a Canadian. Uh, I have I have no idea. He's a Canadian musician. He had four um, albums. He had Swartz, No oh, Refugee, I, Public Life, and Turdy Swartz. Huh, I've never heard of him. I know that's he's from Canada. Probably he was appointed a member of the Order of Canada in 2012. Oh, and he also oh check him out. Meatloaf America has covered some of his songs and Meatloaf. Huh, Meatloaf was actually born. Uh, well, not the same year, but he was born on my birthday. So that's cool. Nice. And so this is yeah. Hit Me With Your Best Shot. What do you think of this song? It's it's a nice song. I I, I would say, even though it's a hit, I, I haven't... I, I don't usually listen to radio, so it's been a long time since I heard it. And it's all right. If, 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 if it were on a playlist and there were other songs that were really good on it and this came on i wouldn't skip it it's it gets um like a 7.9 out of 10. yeah i i like this song i've always liked this song but everybody knows it not even uh as said even if you're not a pat benatar fan you know this song it's just and it, it never gets old the solo is rocking just a great song but you know, it's a song that's really overplayed, and she has better songs like Shadows of the Night and other yeah. songs that they could be playing on classic rock radio that I think they should. Shadows of the Night is a really killer track. Yeah. And it's not on this album, yeah. unfortunately, so we I, can't play it. And then... Yeah. I remember Dale Bozio that... I was going to say quickly, I remember Dale Bozio from Missing Persons. They asked her, why don't you ever play... Are you going to do more music? Are you going to sing your songs? And he went, oh, I... She went, I don't like any of the old stuff I did. I don't like any of my music. So that was weird. Wow. 
She probably didn't write yeah. it. It was probably anyway. her husband. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. And then we'll get into my favorite song off the album, "Hell Is for Children." What do you think of this one? Uh, I liked it better back when I first heard it, but it's uh, well, I'm not going to say that I really, really like it, but I definitely heard worse. I, I, I would say it's the kind of song where if I was in a room and a whole bunch of people were talking really loud and this song came on, I wouldn't have to leave the room. You know, I'd, I'd be able to listen to it. It, it, gets, it gets a 6 out of 10. That's not bad. But this, yeah. is, this is my favorite song and one of my all-time favorite songs by any artist. I just love this song, how it, it just shows off her freaking vocal range and the great riffs that uh, Gerardo does. And it's a great song with a message about child abuse. And uh, it has so many changes, like I said. It, has, it goes from slow, medium, and and it goes metal at the end with her screaming, Hell! Hell is for hell! Hell is for hell! Hell is for children! And the solo just going off. This is a perfect song, in my opinion. I fucking love this track. Right on. And then we get into side two, if you had a vinyl at this time, only written by Gerardo. Little Paradise, what do you think of this oh. one? That one was alright. I would say it's, um, it's kind of like how it felt about the first song, but better. Kind of like without, without the smarmy or the aerosol kind of thing. It, it, it's kind of a slightly commercial sounding thing but 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 decent if i was in a restaurant with with a date and that song came on i would probably smile and tell her i picked that song even if i didn't because you know i i wouldn't be that upset about it it's it's all right it's 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 i actually do like it oh this is what i thought i said cool song but it, but compared to the songs before it's a filler track but killer filler and love the break breakdown that goes into the solo that's about it on that song I think it's like oh, okay. it, it seems, seems like a throwaway track they just added to it to fill up the album to me yeah. and, and then we'll get into the next song which is the second song you picked I'm gonna follow you on the freeform rock podcast I'm gonna follow you Okay, that no, sorry, that's not the song. That's just me being stupid. All right, here it is, Pat Benatar. I'm gonna follow you.
All right, what'd you think of that song? Why'd you pick it? Oh yeah, um, it was written really well. It it was the kind of thing where if I had heard it more, well, no, I did hear it a lot, but um, I probably would have been influenced by it to write something like it. But I wasn't. But now, if if I think now how I should have felt back then when I heard it, I, I probably would have thought, yeah, I'd like to write a song like this. It's it's kind of a moody song, and it just it it, it it's sort of like a ballad, but it's not a cheesy ballad. It's it's like a pretty good, um, decent track. It, it 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 could work on like a late night movie, like a romantic suspense thing, you know, like Showtime After Hours or some. You know, I, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I put her voice is so soothing on this song. I love this song. Great song. Kind of a woman stalking a man song, right? <laughs> it's like. Uh. Yeah, it's we like, need more of them. It's like if I, it's like freaking um, every breath you take, but by a woman's view before every breath you take came out. <laughs> yeah. So maybe Sting took, yeah. took the cue from this song. I don't know, but I think it's a cool song, maybe. and it was written by Billy Steinberg, who did songs. Oh, that was the guy I was thinking of, He's Billy a, Steinberg. He did songs by uh, what? Aria Speedwagon, he did, uh, lots of groups. Yeah, Linda, Linda Ron's the, the, that. The Divinals Touch Myself. He wrote a lot of songs from a women's oh, yeah. view, so it's kind of weird, huh? <laughs> huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I love this song, <laughs> It's and um, the bridge is so good. And I said, serious, why isn't Pat Neal in the Hall of Fame? It's a travesty. They are fucking good, and the solo on this track is so melodic. What the fuck? Why are we getting fucking Tupac in the Hall of Fame and not fucking Pat Neil Gerardo? Fuck this shit. Fucking Neil fucking Hall of Fame. Uh. Can suck my dick. <laughs> uh. Sorry. I guess I was I've been it's watching right. G.I. Jane. <laughs> Alright, I, I love this song. It's a great song. And then I picked a track off this song because you didn't pick it, but it would have been your fourth track. So it's uh Yeah, weathering, it would have. It's Weathering Heights and I was it's a Kate Bush cover. I hate Kate Bush, but this song is good. So here's Weathering Heights by Pat Benatar on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Weathering Heights by Pat Benatar. Why did you like this track, Lee? Because it would have been your fourth. Oh, yeah. Well, um, part of the reason I didn't pick it was because as a cover tune, I, I, I thought also because it was a Kate Bush song that it might seem a little bit weird for the listeners. But then again, I'm, I'm your co-host, so they're probably used to weird. I, I, I just thought of that now. That's but, why we got you, man. But, You're weird. We need weirdness yeah. on here, man. Thank you. And um, anyway, um, I heard the original. I had the original um, on a Kate Bush album, and it was all right. Um, the album was kind of interesting, but the Pat Benatar song actually is better. It's like in the Kate Bush original, you can't really hear the words, and Pat Benatar actually enunciates the words, and makes the song to the point where I thought she should do a whole album of Kate Bush tunes and she'd probably do an album that was better than a whole Kate Bush album. Yeah, but Peter Gabriel then should again get I go, thought Peter Gabriel should get her and go re- re-record Don't Give Up because that fucking shit ruins that song for me. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but so so it's it, it was a cool uh, cover version. But yeah, I, I, I just, um, the reason I didn't pick it was because I, I wanted to maybe pick as one of the originals as my pick. But I will say, I do like one song by Kate Bush. It's called Running Up That Hill. I like that song. That's a pretty cool song. But uh, everything else right. I've heard from her, and especially when she did a duet with Peter Gabriel on the So album, Don't Give Up, fuck, her voice is irritating. Oh, God. She just like, yeah, and sounds like a freaking whining goat. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even like yeah, I don't like that song, but I also don't like the new stuff that Peter Gabriel's done. Um, I like up to a certain point and then and then he kind of went off and did stuff I don't like. The last album I liked by him was Up. That was a good album. Freaking love that All song. All right. You should check that was song. Was that the one was that the one right after Go? <laughs> I don't know. I think it was the one after us. Oh no, I mean so. No, he had oh, us oh, after oh. so. Yeah, the up has like And uh, then he had Up is really oh. good. It has a song called The Barry Williams Show. It's kinda of describing like uh being on that those uh reality shows where it says oh. the DNA test says you are not the father. <laughs> kind of, oh, kind of oh, like that. Okay. He said, oh, bear, he says, my sister is my mother. You know, <laughs> it's like, he says, uh-huh. the show, the Barry Williams show. He does a take on those stupid shows that freaking people oh, yeah. like to, the ghetto people oh, like to yeah. wa- oh, okay. watch. Well, uh, if oh, you do okay. like that show and you're not ghetto, I'm sorry right now, but every time I watch that show, okay. I feel my IQ going down a million points. Oh, okay. You didn't grow up with the Bradys. I love the Bradys. Oh, okay. What'd they sing? Freaking, uh, it's a sunshiny day, a sunshiny day. You know. (laughs) Think I'll go for a walk outside. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) But but you just don't like Barry Williams. (laughs) <laughs> no, yeah, the you song just Bar- don't like. Oh, Bar- you're talking about Barry Williams from the Brady Bunch. Oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, I thought that's. I thought that's who you meant. I don't know. He named the song the Barry Williams Show. I thought it was a pseudonym for Moy Povich. <laughs> oh well. Well then, I, I. 
what's going on with the static? That's weird, but but I agree with you. Getting up my static, static in the attic, static in the attic on channel Z. But, we need to do B-52s sometime. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And we then, can pretend that we're, we, we, we added in the keyboard from Getty Lee Rush and, and that we used <laughs> part of the keyboard from um, Cygnus X1 and that that's why it's staticky now. Alright, well let's get into... Well, I'm still in the Weathering Heights. I didn't say my opinion when we went off topic. Oh. I said, can this okay. woman sing any better on this song? Wow, so beautiful and powerful. Love this song. This This is... It reminds me of a Meatloaf song, but it's Pat's, and he can't have it. <laughs> and Neil, again, with the melodic leads are so good, it just makes you want to melt into the song. Fucking Pat and Neil are, like, the best duo of all time. And they're not divorced. They're still playing together. Fucking marriage, um, love can't last in rock and roll, man. Just put it that way. Because these yep. guys are still going, and they fucking kick ass. I love them. And right I, I want to see them live again. They freaking... So many good memories with watching my mom. And my freaking fiancé loves Pat Benatar. And my fiancé can sing, dude. Maybe you should, like, send her a song and we could record her singing one of your songs. You know, I, I don't think know. that would be better than having me sing my song. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you... I'll, I'll send you one of my songs or something. And, and I, I, I wouldn't mind hearing a real good singer sing it. How would we record her, though? How would we give you the recording of her voice? Um, you could, like, do some kind of, um, like, video and then send it. Oh, okay. Or we could do, like, a, a voice recorder on iPhone. Maybe. I don't know. Or something. I something wonder if like she'd it. be up for it. Yeah. Diane, tell me if you're up to it when you listen to this episode. <laughs> Love you. All right. Yeah. She we might not like my my words. I might have to write something for a woman to sing. Hey, but she has an incredible <laughs> sense of humor. I get her humor. Okay, so much. well then, well then. Yeah. All right, then she might like it. Yeah, and then we get, but she doesn't tuck in her shirt, Lee. Sorry about that. Um, oh, um, I, I don't. I it, it doesn't bother me if I if if I just hear the music. Uh, it's 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 the it's the intention that's good, and and as long as she does my music good, that's cool. All right, well, let's get into track number nine, which was written by the rhythm guitar player, Scott Van... Scott... Scott St. Clair Sheets. Man, what a fucking long name. Um, Prisoner of Love, what do you think of this one? Um, this one was like... Um, well, right now, I can't help thinking about the fact that you told me that your, your girlfriend doesn't dress in a way that I like, so it's bothering me, so I can't think about this. <laughs> no, it's so, uh, Actually, um, um, I'll... Oh, Beyonce. All right, all right, Lee. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Um, um, Beyonce. No, fiance. Beyonce, fiance. No, this. Um, <laughs> this song is okay. It's it's probably the one that I like the least. I I, I would say um, it teeters between five out of ten and four point nine. It's uh, I mean, n nothing on here is so bad that I can't listen to but i mean comparatively it's it's all right but it's it's to me it's just one of those 80s songs that you know um you heard back then and you don't hear anymore that's me well this is what i said about it cool song filler just doesn't fit on the album for me 
I want to skip it, but sounds weird on this album with the tracks that came before yeah. it, it. It just seems like a throwaway song that they put something to fill the album up. And it's not really, yeah, yeah you're right. It's really not that good. And it's not, it's weird because this album kicks ass. And then especially after Weathering Heights, yeah. the song comes in. I go, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, oh, oh yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and then we get into the last track, Out of Touch. Not the Hollow Note song. Out of Touch, Out of Touch. You're out of time, time. All right, now this is Out of Touch by Pat Benatar. Written by Gerardo Benatar and Mayan Rumbacher. This is Out of Touch on the Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs>
Okay, Lee, why did you pick Out of Touch? It's because it's a pretty good song. I, I, I would say for an 80s just dance song, something that you listen to on the radio, it's decent. It, it, it's, it, it, it can get you dancing. It's not necessarily like a major classic that you like to hear over again, but it works. If, if it was on a soundtrack to an 80s movie, it would work pretty well. Exactly what I thought. I said it's a cool song, but I think it's it shouldn't have been the ending track off this album. I think they should have ended it with Weathering Heights. This song should have been more in the middle. It's a more of a middle of the album track to me. And it just it ended the album not wanting me wanting more of this album. If they would have ended with Weathering Heights, go what the fuck is she doing next? You know, I think Weathering yeah, Heights and Out of Touch should should have switched spots. Out of Touch should have been eight, Weathering Heights should have been ten in the album. I like this song. It's a medium rocker, and like I said, should not have ended the, ended the record. I think Weathering Heights should have ended the record. This song is like a filler track, and it should have been like seven or eight on the album. That's just my opinion. Yeah. It's a good song, though. Don't get me yeah. wrong. It's a great song. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see. How much did this album sell? Did I say? Bum, 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 bum. Let's see. This album sold... Uh, certifications here we go in the USA five times platinum and it was 1984 it got certified so it's probably more than that by now because and then Canada is five times platinum and France gold freaking frogs <laughs> I'm just joking uh, no no <laughs> offense to the French man if you're a French listener I love you man uh, send me some uh, crepes that is a great 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 album man I love Pat Benatar She's never put on a bat show since I've seen her six times. My fiance loves her. We'll probably go check out her. She's always touring. Touring. I have a problem with that word. I never could say it right. <laughs> uh, my old co-host, Lee Sinclair, used to make fun of me on that. Uh, so, but I love you, Lee, and you don't make fun of my, 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 my spoken word. <laughs> you just make fun of my music no, choices. No, because... Yeah, yeah, be, because um, I I sometimes um, use wrong words too, um, like I'll I'll use the word um, poison. Look what the cat dragged in when I actually meant to say pooped my pants all over the sidewalk. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's the musicians on this album was Pat Benatar lead and backing vocals, Neil Gerardo lead rhythm guitars, keyboards, backing vocals. Scott St. Clair Sheets, rhythm guitars. Roger Katz, bass and backing vocals. And Mayan Grumbacher, drums. And this guy had the weirdest hair in her album and had freaking guarding his bald spot, I guess. But this guy could freaking slam the drums, man. I've seen them live. This guy is really fucking good. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing now. Is he still alive? Oh, definitely. Um, who? Um, Mayan Grumbacher, because um, he doesn't um, have a thing to, to link on. And it was produced by yeah, Keith, um, Keith Olsen. I... Oh, wow. That's cool. I wonder if Mar Myron yeah. Grumbacher is alive. Let's see. Let me do a Google search on this jerk, this guy, man. Because I really loved his drumming, and I'm wondering if I could still hear him on somebody else's albums. Let's see. Here we go. Myron Grumbacher. He's got a Facebook page. Oh, he's totally bald that's now. That's cool. <laughs> it's oh, well, okay. 
Yeah, I knew he was hiding a bald spot. <laughs> but he's a slamming drummer. Let's see, I'm on his Facebook page. Let's see. It's it's going slow. My internet connect can that my internet connection is good, but I'm not hardwired in my room. It's got a, a little thing to get oh. the Wi-Fi, so it kind of goes in circles sometimes. Well, we'll get back to him, but let's get into the track of the week. What are the, what's your track of the week? It's by um, Ruby Star and Grey Ghost. They were a group that were around for a few years, and they almost made it kind of big, but they only pretty much played in clubs. But they played around... Um, our area and stuff but the song is called Burning Whiskey and it's a pretty damn good song and I think that um, especially with the female group that we picked this is going to be another hot female vocalist that I think you're going to be like wow she's really good I'm I'm on his page and it looks like he's still doing some Ah, but I can't figure out what he's doing (laughs) <laughs> He's still doing something. Let's see, here he is. D- wow. <laughs> Let's see what he does. Come on. Well, I'm going to pick a track, and I, I had the track in my head, and I can't remember it now. I feel freaking stupid. I'm just going to pick Duran Duran, Save a Prayer. Because I like okay. Duran Duran. <laughs> Duran Duran, Save a Prayer from the Rio album, which I did a, a thing on. Myself, let's see, he was in Pat Benatar's band, he was in Derringer's band, Freddie Salem and the Wildcats. I don't even know who this shit is. He was on Derringer, you know Derringer 2? He was on the Blue Sky album. Oh, okay, that's cool. Rick Dellinger, Guitars and Women, 1979. And he went there. Wow. Let's see, we're getting into low... uh, No, and then he's just on Pat Benatar, I guess he doesn't do anything anymore. Uh, he did something Aww. for Wes Craven's Shocker, No More Timeless Love. Robert Tepper. Oh, what? Sally Sue Brown. Oh. And he was on Lita Ford. Wow. Oh, he played on Lita Ford. Dang. Robert oh, Tepper, cool. No Easy Way Out. Remember that song? There's No Easy Way Out from the uh, Rocky Four soundtrack? Um, probably, yeah. Yeah, there's no easy way out. There's no something home you know yeah he played on his stuff oh so he's very let's see wait there's more shit i should put show all he played on richard marks lou rawls dang wow weird man this guy's been on everything let's see he's got 500 things whoa he's on of course he's there let's see osmonds 1995 uh, huh. Dang. He's on Lita Ford albums. Yeah, that's about it. Huh. Dang, he's all wow. over the place, dude. Shot of Poison. As cool. Mo- he did a song called Shot of Poison on the 100 Rock tracks. Pretty cool. Huh. All right, yeah. so here we go. We're going to get you out with Ruby Star called Grey Ghost. Is that what it is? Yeah. And then we're going to do Duran Duran, uh, fuck it, I forgot what it was. It. What was I doing, Duran Duran? I'm just going to do New Religion. Um, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm Save a Prayer, I thought. Yeah, I, I, wanna, I, thought I thought it would Save a Prayer. I don't want to do okay, Save a Prayer. New I, like, religion. I like New Religion better. All right. I guess new... I'll save, 
I guess I'll save a prayer for when I have a new religion. <laughs> All right, man. What are we doing next week? We're doing Odin Yoke? All right. Um, I'm, I'm thinking we could do that. Or, or do you want to do something even weirder? I'm well, I want to do, really, really do Odin weird. Yoke because my fiance okay. heard, heard the CD and she made a good synopsis of them. Something about LSD. So I thought that was a cool line to use in that. Okay. All right. Sure. Let's. All right. Sure. Let's do that. And then I can later on tweet them with the episode. All right. Cool. So that is the Pat Benatar Crimes of Passion on the Freeform Rock Podcast. So we're going to play you out Ruby Star, Great Ghost, and Duran Duran, New Religion. Until next week, say goodbye, Lee. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Take it easy and keep reaching for the stars. Casey Kasem ruled. Bye.
Now let's get into the promos. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern. The Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. Ear Peelers, the podcasting and interview news site to keep up with your favorite bands or artists and the podcasts or interviews where they appear. Go to earpeeler.com to find out what we're all about. You haven't listened to Mars Attacks podcast? What are you waiting for, man? Host Victor M. Ruiz brings you all types of hard rock and metal-based podcasts. You'll find everything from music-based episodes, interviews, to series such as ultra-sexy classic album series, where some of your favorite musicians, producers, journalists, and show hosts comments on the albums that push the evolutionary chains of hard rock and metal. Get with it and go to MarsAttacksRadio.com to find out more. Punch it! Get blasted! From New York. Hey, 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 hey! What up, bangers? From North Carolina. Skitter pal, meow meow. This is Bushy. And the Mountain. Tune in every week for your listening pleasure only on the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes. Thank you very much. Rock and Rollers, if you want a podcast that kicks a lot of ass, make sure you check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends audiovisual podcast on YouTube. Every week, yours truly looks at a different classic rock or metal album that had a major impact on my life and also in the history of rock and roll in general. And I'm usually joined by a friend or two, and I cover everything from ACDC and the Eagles to Pink Floyd, to Rush, to The Who, and everything in between. But there is no country music, no Tim McGraw, no Garth fucking Brooks, no rap, no Wu-Tang Clan, no fucking Jay-Z on the show, because that shit is frowned upon with this rock and roller. So if you want a kick-ass rock and roll podcast, check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends Audiovisual Podcast. New episodes up every Tuesday, exclusively on YouTube. Hey, this is Lee Gerstmann, and if you like to hear some stuff that's like, you don't know what it's gonna be, and even if it's stuff that I don't even know what it's gonna be, check me out on what I call the Lee Gerstmann Show, and it's just me doing reviews, or me doing horsing around, or whatever I'm doing, check it out, please. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love.
Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.